Welcome, everybody, to an episode of the Keepers of the Book. I'm your host, Moss, joined here, as always, with my brother, Jordan. And... Hey. Oh, man. It is. Jordan, it is good to be back in Scadrio. Absolutely. I feel like I'm home again. I... <sighs> um, I I enjoyed um, mm-hmm. Elantris well enough. I loved Emperor Soul. I loved Warbreaker. Mm-hmm. But there's something about Mistborn. You know, they, it right. holds a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. For those of you who know, brought me back into reading after like a decade-long hiatus. Um, And I, I don't even know if you'd call it a hiatus, right? Like, I just stopped reading without ever having the intention of returning to reading. So. Right. Um, right. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so Mistborn Era 2, um, much, much shorter book. Uh, if you actually see the physical copy of it, there, it's like a fraction. And that one's a fraction, probably like half, maybe a third of the yeah, size. So, I wanted to say. Um, I think I don't mind that, you know, like, don't get me wrong. I sometimes like torturing myself and I like my, uh, you know, big chunker books. I've gone right. through Wheel of Time, which each of those are massive, you know, 600, 700 page books. Codexes. <laughs> yeah. So those are tomes. And, but, you know, sometimes you just have like the short little ones, you know, nice and sweet, get the story across. I mean, look at Emperor's Soul, right? That was 100 pages. Something that was like good. That. that was a good and one. That was some of the best uh, storytelling I've ever seen. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, and I'm reading this other uh, book along at the same time, Rhaeria, Rhaeria Chronicles. Um, you told me. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's like a cool buddy cop kind of theme going on. I mean, they're not cops, but they're like both thieves. Um, and yeah, they're, it, it's cool. It's really simple to read, which... I'll be honest with you guys, you know, sometimes I like flowery prose, you know, like that really poetic kind of style writing. Sometimes that's fun, right? but sometimes I just want you to get to the point. Just tell me what's going Don't on. Don't drag it out, you know? Yeah. And that's a thing that I, something that I love about Sanderson. And I maybe it could be something to do with the fact that I have English as a second language. So for mm-hmm. me, whenever I did start reading, um, when I was learning English as a second language and the first few books I was reading, I, I couldn't handle flowery prose because for me, it's like I'm already at such a disadvantage trying to understand what the hell's going on. Right. And then you throw in like similes and metaphors and all this stuff. It, it's, it, it became too much. Yeah. Too um, much, too much on the mind. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe because of those roots, um, I think today to this day, I still prefer just simple straight to the point just tell me what you want to tell me and let's get on with our uh, life uh but yeah enough of that weird style introduction let's get on to it we will be covering <laughs> trying something new huh? yeah yeah so we'll be covering prolongs to chapter five um mm-hmm. it wasn't too much i was just trying to get a feel of the book i think early on you know um i have a hard time starting a new book and I don't, and on a lesser extent, I actually have a hard time starting a new chapter because, you know, a certain chapter will have a certain groove going to it, you know, right. and then the chapter ends and it's like, and then now you got to form your entire frame around this new scene, essentially. Right. And that, for me, it breaks, uh, 
like my my tempo i guess mm -hmm. um so actually let me let me ask you this um and I, I promise we'll get to the actual book do you prefer longer chapters or shorter chapters oh i like longer chapters you like longer chapters so what i just said would um i think would incline everybody else to believe that i also like longer chapters but i actually prefer shorter chapters um even though i don't like starting a new chapter just i feel like when you have a long chapter there's um not a clear break point i guess and uh sometimes and i guess okay so little background majority of the longer chapters that i've read are from wheel of time and one of the biggest issues with wheel of time is pacing so when you have a chapter that's 70 pages long and like the scene is just doesn't seem like it's getting anywhere, it becomes a very difficult read. Some of the best points of Wheel of Time, in my opinion, were when you had back to back, like, you know, 20 page chapters. Um, Rayera has consistently long chapters. Uh, the first quote unquote book is actually a combination of two books and but the first, like, it was originally supposed to be one book, has only mm -hmm. 10 chapters. And each chapter is, like, 50 pages long. So it's still a 500-page yeah. book. Yeah. So, and, you know, when I first read it, I was like, when I was first going through it, I was like, God, dude, these chapters are so long. And I still sometimes feel like that. But the flow is so good that it's, mm -hmm. I, I like it. So yeah. I guess I generally prefer shorter chapters. But if you're going to write in such a way that it, like a page turner style book. Right. Um, I think I'd prefer longer chapters like you. Um, yeah. So, I mean, the longer chapters for me, I just, it, it depends. I guess I can't really, the reason I said is because if it's a longer chapter, but it jumps perspective, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, that's what I like. Okay. But okay. if it's shorter chapters and that's how he jumps perspective, that's cool too. But I, th I do think that I enjoy longer yeah. chapters that's just fair for because, that. It's like a uh, continuation of that scene, and then yes. in the next next yeah, actual chapter, yeah, yeah, yeah. you uh, get the next scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, sorry. I've, okay, if I sound different, maybe not physically, but like just my whole tone, I am really tired today. So let's just go ahead and get on with this. Um, Absolutely. Prologue. So... We start off with wax, waxillium, uh, Ladrian. Yeah, Lord Ladrian. Uh, he's hunting some killer named Bloody Tan, mm -hmm. which, as far as serial killer names and it goes, it's not the worst I've heard. No. So, yeah. So he's hunting in Bloody Tan. It seems kind of like generic. If yeah. Right. Yeah. The band of the red hand. Um, <laughs> so he. He tracks down Bloody Tan, and Bloody Tan ha holds Lessie hostage, which I assume Lessie was his wife or lover think, or something. I think they were just together. Right. Okay. So, yeah, he's holding Lessie hostage, and Wax is like, I'm a great shot. So he shoots at Tan, and then Tan just pulls Lessie into the bullet, and then he ends up shooting... Let's see. Let's see. Oh. And then Wax, you know, eventually kills Tan. So that that starts that starts the whole frame of his character, right? That like he's kind of like a vigilante kind of character. 
but then he loses someone he cares of yeah and then he goes back to his lordly duties and we see that in chapter one which takes place six months later um and the death of Lessie is still haunting him. His uncle has just recently died. So right. now he has inherited the house. So now he is he to step Lord up. Waxillium of House Ladrian. Is it, you, say, you say Ladrian or Ladrian? I said Ladrian. Is it Ladrian? Okay. Well, the audiobook I listen to, it's Ladrian. That sounds, Lord Waxillium. That sounds weird to me. Ladrian. Mm. But I guess if I said it enough, it might, uh, you know, make more sense. Um, but yeah, so his uncle has died, so now he's inherited the house. And he leaves this party, and he's like soaring through the city, and he finds some criminals, and he hesitates. Um, because of, you know, what happened with Leslie. And, mm-hmm. and it turns out that the whimpering woman that he thought he was going to jump in and save was actually a thug. Right. And the uh, like, he tripped out for a second. Right, and the person and the thought, or the, and the people he thought were attacking said whimpering woman, what actually turned out to be like cops, which was so, weird. Like, yeah, I was like, huh, okay, needs uh, some medicine or something. Yeah, so I mean, he needs some mental health clearly. Um, right. Yeah, so he goes back to the uh, lied. Okay, Ladrian Mansion, yep. and you know he gives his butler. Okay, I, how do you spell his or pronounce his name? Tialum Butler, Tialum, Tialum. I'm just gonna go with Tialum. It he says Tilium. I can't say it right. It never rolls off my tongue correctly. We'll just say Budget Sezed. He gives Budget Sezed his guns and decides <laughs> that he's now going to devote his entire life to being, or the rest of his life, to being Lord full-time. Um, plot twist. That's not going to work out. Um, yeah. yeah. That doesn't even require a spoiler. I mean, like, come on. Like, that never, come on. It never works out. Yeah. Like he, he's like, come oh, on. I'm going to do this. I'm going to give up my previous life. Yeah, no, it's coming to haunt you. Yeah. Um. So chapter two, another six months have gone by. So I mean, we're already at a faster pace in the first Mistborn book, right? Um, so he has an appointment with Jackson Harms to arrange a marriage with his daughter Steris. And okay, I, I I loved um this whole exchange. Um, but we'll get to that one. The in marriage a agreement. Yeah, the marriage oh, contract. Come yeah, on. where she even defines everything. The mistress. Like, yeah. <laughs> so his steward, Miss Grimes, tells him that um, he some of their, I think, caravan. I don't know if you would call it caravans. Their uh, their train transportation and storage thing was disrupted, and some of their stuff was stolen, along with House Tecchio, which, haha, a little bit of trivia. They're still around, House Tecchio. That's cool. Uh, their it's steel crazy. was crazy. Yeah. And there's more. You know, I just love this stuff. It's like little bits, and you know, it just makes me all giddy. It's like Legend of watching Legend of Korra, right? And you like uh-huh. see little bits and pieces from Avatar Last Airbender. He's like, yeah. Absolutely. I was there. Do not. Do- <laughs> That's, That's so one. cool. I, I'm just not going to go there. Um, so he wants to investigate the. Um, there's a 
gang called the Vanishers. Um, right. But then he starts to investigate it a little bit. And investigate, I mean, like, start to research it a bit. But then he, like, gets scared again and he drops it. Because and he then, doesn't want to go back to his old ways. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so, and then Wayne drops in. Um, oh, God. my He's my favorite, my friend. I love Wayne. He's I like, my favorite. I personally like Wax better. But Wayne is cool. Uh, his graphic audio, he, it's a Scottish actor that plays him. Oh, really? Yeah. It is so cool. <laughs> They do, they do an Australian one with the not the... You know, it might be Australian. I get my whole UK or English Australian. Not so much Scottish. I think he is probably Scottish in the graphic audio. But Could whatever. Um, yeah, so Wayne drops in. And uh, Jackson Harms. I love that name. Jackson Harms. He drops in Jackson like Harms. right then too. Um and so Wayne pretends to be his uncle. Yeah, and they're lying about it, obviously. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Uh, and Steris comes along along with her cousin Marasi, which we'll get to her in a Marisi. second. Marasi. Okay, Marasi. Mm-hmm. And so she, okay, this, okay, so she has this whole contract written up, detailed, everything. Like, okay, we will sleep no less than three times a week. And then after we have a child, then you can then we have a mistress. Yeah, then you can continue to sleep with me for minimum no less than two times a week, and you can continue to have a mistress. And like he, she detailed out like you know where the I get I think you know where the mistress can be seen like in public and whatnot. And it's what that's so no. She's Hermione. She is Hermione. You think? Hermione was very, you know, particular with all this stuff. I mean, my oh, God, man. like, what a Poor start Ron. to a romantic relationship, right? Right. We're, we're destined to be married, but you're going to give me a contract. But, you know, I have to admire her. You know, I, I'm impressed with uh, what she wrote up. I, I like it a lot. I mean, yeah, um, they went into, like, pretty good detail on that. And it was interesting to see, like... The amount of times that, like, she proclaimed that things needed to happen, I was like, "That why? Where does that come from?" Like, yeah. said, like, she's very organized. Um, and right. She makes a good argument that, like, uh, Lord Waxilium, his uh, house because of his uncle has kind of like lost allies, Respect-ish. basically. Yeah. And so now they're failing financially, and Lord Harms, the, his house is succeeding financially they're doing really well but um they need like fame they need access to you know bigger markets and that's what waxillian provides yeah uh so this is definitely one of those like you know financial based alliances which i can i can dig it so wayne puts up a speed bubble in this moment and he gives wax an aluminum bullet um which is cool. Super cool that he does that. The speed bubble. Yeah, the speed bubble was sick. Um, I, I'm curious to see what the uh, alloy for the band alloy, like what what the two metals are. Um, I mean, it, it, I mean, if it's just called band alloy, then I, I guess. But anyways, so when they leave, Wayne tries to get Wax back into the vigilante business. Um, and this is like I'm talking when. What's his face leaves? Lord Harms and right. company. Um, and he says that the bullet is from a robbery. And the first couple of robberies, there were no hostages. Then after I think the third robbery, they were like taking a women hostage. Every women time. hostages, yep. 
every time. And presumably it's because they're easier to overpower, but um, no, uh, I'm not falling for that. Uh, it's suspicious. Yeah, Very suspicious. at least. And so he starts reading up on, so, and that's the end of chapter two. So in chapter three, uh, Wax is reading up on news on the Vanishers. He just can't help himself, right? Research, um, research, research. Yeah. In the robberies, they all stole different things. Food, metal, and hostages only, okay, on the fifth and onwards. Right. And he's saying that the speed bubble was unlikely. But the reason he says it's unlikely is because you can't cover that big of a distance with speed And you bubble. can't move it. Yes. After you've put it down, you cannot move it. Like, But then that, this brought up a question of mine. What if it was a Mistborn and he put down a speed bubble and then enhanced the range with Duralumin? I don't think there's any Mistborn. At the beginning of the book, I'm pretty sure there's no Mistborn left. Wait, what? Yes, there's no Mistborn left. Is that what? Is that the? Did I miss that completely? Did they just say that there's no Mistborn? How's that? What? I'm pretty sure there's no Mistborn. I mean, I'm pretty sure that that's why there's like, that's why at the beginning it says it's rare that their people are twinborns too. This breaks my heart. There's no. Ah. Well, I mean, all because right. the the bloodline was so diluted. I I thought about that right back when we finished Era One. I'm like, we had already talked about, or they had already talked about in the books in Era One that like you know the bloodline was so diluted and whatnot that over time elements became weaker and weaker. I'm like, so like what says they're gonna do every now and then? He's just gonna refresh the bloodline. Like how's how's that gonna work? So no, he's just gonna he's gonna end up diluting all of it out. Yeah, until there's no one left. God damn it, that sucks. Wow. And that's how the greatest magic system dies. Right. Children. <laughs> um, so anyways, Tialum um, thinks it's wool stolen in the first shipment. Like, I, I, mean, I don't understand how he came to that conclusion. So Yeah, I don't know. Why would he... A they... little bit of, and... like, note on that, I guess. Or, and we're in a... Uh... We're in a world with Alamancy and Pharaoh coming. Like, no, dude. Like, why would you need wool? Like, that seems like a, an abundant thing. Um, I wonder if, like, okay, so they stole food and metal as well. So I'm wondering if it's just people who are stealing a bunch of supplies to make their own city. City? Mm -hmm. That's a pretty big scale. Yeah. Well, maybe not city, but their own, like, you know, their own civilization. Like, we want to be... Okay, this is gonna sound stupid. Living off the grid kind of thing. We want to start our own uh, I guess commune. I don't know. Like they want to start their own group away from good old Ellendale. Um Well, that's where they're in the rough. Right. And I wonder if they're smuggling all this materials into Out? the roughs to mm. try and, you know, start something there. Mm -hmm. But at first, I was thinking that a lot of this, a lot of these robberies were kind of a throwaway. Um, you think? Yeah, like they were just uh, throwing extraction. Away. Mm -hmm. They were stealing all this stuff, but that wasn't the main goal. And we'll get mm -hmm. to that in a second with something that happens at the end of chapter five. <coughs> uh, yeah, so I'll just move on from here. Anyways, uh, his sister died, and apparently, uh, this I'm talking about. Waxes. Apparently, right. his sister died in the same accident as his uncle's, mm -hmm. and yep. uh, sadly, they weren't very close because he didn't really care too much. 
Um, Which is weird. And he thinks that Augustine Tecchio has a smuggling scheme going on. And he thinks that it's aluminum to avoid taxes. Which is where the aluminum bullet comes from. Um, and then he said, and then there's also, okay, so this is where a little bit, of, it gets a little info dumpy here. Aluminum bullets to kill alamancers, which can't be tracked because they're not reactive. Is that what they said? Because I, I understand that they said, uh, I think they were, they were implying that aluminum could not be pushed, which... Because it's not, re- yeah, it's not reactive to alamancy. I didn't know that that was, I didn't know that, was that ever, like... A thing in you know era one because i know obviously if you take aluminum and you burn it it destroys all your metal reserves but there was no there was no mention of it because every time they mentioned it in, in the era one they were eating it they weren't they weren't trying, trying to, to use it as a weapon yeah. yeah yeah okay okay that's fair um that's interesting so and okay, so and again, I'm gonna just drop stuff, you know, here and there. It's gonna sound very disconnected. So he wax is a Pathian, and that involves ten interlocking rings. Um, does that mean like, or is that symbolizing the ten rings that maybe Sezed walked around with? Maybe. So. He puts on those rings, and I think he put on an earring too. And then he just kind of like lays down, praise, and he thinks he can feel Sezed possibly responding to his thoughts. And this is where I kinda, they kind of lost me. Ruin and preservation, to my understanding, could not read people's minds. Ruin definitely mm-hmm. couldn't. Um, no, but harmony could. And that's it? what I'm thinking. I'm thinking harmony can read thoughts. Like the combination of both those powers can read minds. And so they call his ascension origin. Right. Um, which I think that could have, you could have come up with like a better name than origin. But um, anyways, uh, that's yeah, the name you use, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so they say, uh, so apparently says his religion is very simple and his doctrine is, you know, just do more good than harm. Right. And, he, I guess, he insists on don't waste time on worshiping him, <laughs> which is which good. is very Sezed like, right? Like, right. just do good and uh, don't and worry questions. about worshiping me. Yeah. So, and then he also talks about something called the faceless immortals, and they're known as the hands of harmony. So, I'm I'm assuming that they're kind of like priests. But say that um, again. The Faceless Immortals. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, they're like the Hands of Harmony. So, anyways, yes. that's the end of Chapter 3. Uh, okay, one thing I did want to cover here, and I don't know um, if it's in the book or the copy of the book that you're reading, but in the ebook that I'm reading on my Kobo, um, after Chapter 2, there was, like, newspaper clippings. And that was really cool because uh, the newspaper clippings were very relevant to what was going on then. And they were a little hard to read, but if you like flip forward a couple pages, then um, they no, actually have like, the regular text. Oh, it's it's awesome. It was um, the broadsheets though, right? Yes, yeah, it was the broadsheets, exactly. And it was, it, um, what's his face? Uh, Wax basically talked about it anyways within the chapter. So I don't think you missed out on too much. 
Right. But it was really cool to see that. Um, Just like piece of art almost. Yeah, yeah. It was nice. Um, so chapter four, Steris and Wax are at a party. And so there's another religion called Silverism. And this is yes. where they praise Marsh. Right. Oh, God. Good old Iron Eyes. So that was cool. That was weird. That's kind of like Satanism, right? I don't know. I I, th- I wonder if their argument right is that the only reason that Vin was able to succeed is because Marsh intervened in that moment, in that crucial moment. And that took an insane amount of willpower to withstand the, you know, hemorrhagic push of a literal god. Ruin, yeah. So... I understand why they're praising him, I, and uh, but you know why praise Marsh when you have freaking harmony, and of course yeah. Kelsier, you know what I mean. I love Sasha, Church of the Survivor. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm I'm Team Church of the Survivor all the way. Yes, sir. Like, yes, sir. cool, but he ain't no Kelsier. The Survivor of Has Sin. Yeah, and the Survivor of Flames. Don't forget my voice, Ooh. Luke, who became full fledged Mistborn. Thanks. Yeah, to... became Lord Mistborn. Yeah. So, wait, is that was that a thing? Oh yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. So they did, they did say something like that. That was like Lord yeah. Mistborn, and I was like, that has to be Spook, right? It's gotta be. That's that like the last be. Mistborn they remember. Yeah, yeah, last major Mistborn. So, um, House Yeoman still exists, which. If, for those of you who don't remember, House Yeoman is yep. that one obligator dude who could burn only... He was a misting who could burn only ATM. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, House Yeoman still exists, so good for them, I suppose. And they're talking about Wax's time in the roughs. And this is... Um, this is when they kind of, like, tease uh, Steris, and she kind of runs away, and then... Right. Uh, I made her blush. Lord Jackstam Harms chases after her to kind of, you know, make her feel better. Um, so Marasi, oh, how do you pronounce it again? Huh? How do you pronounce her name again? Is it Marisi? Marisi, yes, Marisi. sir. So Marisi, Wax, and Wayne, and by the way, she figures out that Wayne is Wayne, because Wayne. he's, you know, because yep. she well has read. that whole mustache glasses uh, <laughs> disguise on. Right. And so they talk about Wax's time in the rough. And Marcy brings up crime statistics right. <laughs> between the roughs in the city, and how and, they differentiate from each yeah, other. Yeah, and he basically, and she basically said, right, that like based off like the number of constables, which is like cops in the roughs, as a percentage of the population, they had more than right. the major city, six to a hundred, maybe. It, yeah, and it's, yeah. So they they have six hundred, I think. In the city of Ellendale, and the, to have a similar proportion, you'd need twelve hundred. Right. Um, which, damn, that means they're criminally understaffed. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and yeah, so she's a criminal justice major, basically, which I thought was hilarious. Um, so Wayne says yeah, all that's... the hostages were Alamancers and they were relatives. Right. And. Descendants of Lord Mistborn. Yeah, see? And so he he believes... Uh, this is when he suddenly like figures it out. They're like, oh my god, they're about to be attacked. And right. they get attacked. Uh, so chapter 5. 
Bane is storming, and Wax doesn't want anyone to get killed, so he tells Wayne that he's not going to fight. Right. One of the bandits has Colossus blood because he has like a granite-looking face, which I thought was really right. cool. I think the whole no-fight thing was a mistake. I agree. Uh, they take money, and so they start taking money from everybody, right? Right. And But they're specifically looking for a girl. And again, this is where, you know, they were robbing people, but their true intentions, I think, was a girl. Right. Um, so this is what made me start to think that maybe the all those robberies... Uh, it was just about the girls. Yeah, it was just about the girls. But then also, I don't understand, what about the first, like, four robberies where they didn't take anybody? Were they just not good at tracking people down, or what? Or was it just negligence? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious. So, um, they begin to take both Steris and Mercy. And this is when yeah. he puts up a speed bubble. He's just like, all right, dog. You know, this is time. Like, yeah, like hey. They're, you... they're taking her, both of them, you know? Yeah, and Wayne time. knows. I think Wayne knows that at this point in the conversation that there's a some, little something between Wax and Marcy. Yeah. Even though yeah. she's young. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so, yeah. Wax agrees. Okay, now he's gonna fight back, and he gets out his guns and whatnot. And oof! Then I started blasting. Yeah, uh, then I started blasting. <laughs> so that's the end of chapter five. Um, I'd like to cover more. I think next time around, but I am actually going to be out of town. So, well, I mean, we'll, there'll still be an episode next week, but it or maybe no promises. So. This might be a tough one, my friend. Yeah. It's just going to be hard to squeeze in. So we'll do chapter 6 through 10 next time. That'll work. Um, that'll put us at the halfway point. So sure. this is cool. Um, I love it. Uh, I'm glad to be back in Scatterville. And this is such a nice like era time type I know, deal. I know. I love the Western theme. I didn't think I would. Awesome. But as soon as I started reading it, I'm like, okay, this is sick. I love it. Yes, sir. Yes, I did. But so yeah, next time we'll be covering chapter six or ten. Um, thank you everyone for listening, and until next time.